comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and joining me is the electrifying yet enigmatic co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hello, it's me. I'm energizing you're yeah e, what did i say you were elect electric and and enig, enigmatic and enigmatic the word i apparently can't say that's okay i 10 minutes after i or 10 seconds i mean after i uh, described you i forgot what i said so that's, that's uh, understandable it's a friday night and here in my town of belleville illinois it is Oktoberfest weekend mike so let's crack a cold Ooh. one very nice. Not what are you, what are you drinking there? I'm glad you asked. I went for the occasion. This is uh, Urban Chestnut Brewing Company from across the pond in St. Louis, Missouri. And this is their O-Cats, or uh, as it says, I do not sp- uh, speak German, so it's O-Katschloff. Anyway, it's their Oktoberfest lager. Okay. And it's a product of the USA, obviously, because it's made in St. Louis, Missouri. So There you go. Perfect. Yeah, I actually had an invite um, to go out tonight uh, to Eckert's because I guess they're having some kind of live music type of thing. But obviously, I'm here, so I didn't go out. I feel bad. I You should have gone. Yeah. I'm not important. Yeah, it's all right. I, I'll, I'll, I'll do something tomorrow. I texted my wife, who's been out of town all week uh, long. We'll give you an update on that. But I texted yeah. her earlier today, maybe yesterday. And I said, hey, this weekend is Oktoberfest. It was today because they had it all set up. And like, obviously, it's a big beer, you know, beer, food, live music, but they do have like a kid's area. So I was actually driving past like some of the kitty, you know, rides and things like that. And I said, oh, well, maybe, maybe our oldest would, uh, our oldest would uh, appreciate that, have some fun with that. Uh, No response in in regards to that. Like, I think the next, uh, communication was something like uh she bought a, a stuffed shark because uh, our oldest loves sharks and has right. been uh you know going on adventures with the shark and taking pictures of the shark with you know like different things you'd see maybe only in florida so i think the next correspondence from her was uh pictures of the shark on on an adventure so okay right. but that's not a no that's right. just a I conveniently didn't see it Right, right, yes. Uh, so, how has it been the week with the boys? Absolutely exhausting, Mike. I believe it. Uh, anybody who tells you that single parenting is a breeze, uh, not only do you not believe them, kick them in the shins. Well, not only single parent, but single parent. Uh, well, I don't, you're not a single parent, but parent, you know, you're by, oh, by yourself. Um, with three kids mm-hmm. and at our age. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not as young and spry as I used to be. And I was never yeah. that young or spry. Um, yeah. 
I realized Tuesday morning how much I was like, oh, I'm very thankful for my wife. So she had told me ahead of time, like over the weekend, she said, hey, I've got you know, Garrett, uh, our oldest, our, our first grader, she said, I've got his, you know, lunches. Basically it's, it's a lunchable taken out of the box, but you know, like still in its tray and everything. And on top of that was a Ziploc baggie of like the Capri Sun, um, you know, a couple other little snacks for him for his extended care stuff. And she's like, basically one sitting on top of the other, you can just grab one, you know, grab, grab a stack, put it in his lunch pack, uh, with an ice, ice pack and off to the races. And I thought she was telling me this. I'm like, I'm not stupid. You know, just tell me what he needs in his lunch. I'll I'll put it together Tuesday morning after like grabbing it and putting it in. I sent her uh, or I was talking to her. I'm like, you know how I was giving you a hard time for, for those grab and go lunches. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> so she's like, I, it, it was a trial run. She's like, I didn't know how it would go, but if it seemed to work for you, then I'll, she'll probably incorporate it into her. Um, yeah. But uh, a routine, but all the boys are alive. The Good. house is still standing and it's not a complete mess. Uh, dishes got done. Some laundry got done this week. I was going to vacuum only to find out that the vacuum bag that we have is full and we're out of other bags. So Mike, okay. if you want to run a vacuum over here real quick, I'll try to vacuum. Otherwise I did use the dust buster on the carpet. So we'll see how that goes. I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah. Can't, can't possibly go wrong. Um, yeah. But otherwise, uh, Garrett got a- aced his spelling test today. Uh, nice. Did well on his sight word list. And I'm pretty sure he did okay on the math test, but I'm not good at math myself. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. All in all, good week. Don't ever want to do it again. Awesome. Good week. Awesome. Awesome. So how's your week been, sir? I was just trying to think if I did anything. Um, uh, since if I did anything at all since last time we talked, uh, I volunteered at the Alton. They had an Alton pride parade not, or pride festival, mm-hmm. whatever. So my work, they, they wanted some volunteers to, to go down there for a little bit. So I was actually last Saturday, I was scheduled volunteer from five to seven. And there was nobody that was volunteering from seven to nine thirty. So they told me this is what they told me in the email. Hey, do you mind? Um, you said you're going to be the last one. Do you mind um, taking the giveaway items and the tent and and you know you can drop it off at work later or whatever? I'm like, yeah, that's no problem. So first of all, the person that was supposed to volunteer with me didn't show up. Naturally, two people that were in the um, the shift before me didn't show up naturally. I was like, I don't, I don't get I, like, okay. Yeah. Maybe there's a uh, family emergency that happened or personal emergency that happened, but most likely that didn't happen with all three people. Most likely people felt one type of way when they volunteered. And then when it came to Saturday, they went, eh, I don't really want to show up. I got other stuff I want to do, you know? And so they just didn't show up. Um, luckily the shift before me, it was actually one, I think it was a girl that works, works with the company and like her husband and they knew I had to break everything down. And so they go, Hey, if you want, we can come back around seven o'clock and help you break this down and load up because by the way, I thought it was going to be like 
a large bag for the tent and a box for the giveaway items. Oh no. It was like my, I have a, a Jeep Patriot. Mm-hmm. It was full, completely full, like front seat to back seat full. Um, in fact, I, I dropped off some of the items that were, I had, a, I, I took, I, cause I went home, obviously it was a Saturday. I'm not going to go into work. Uh, I, I went home and took some, I had to take some items out because I'm like, I can't drive around like this, you know? Um, a little, little too heavy in the back, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, actually, uh, I have someone from work coming here tomorrow to pick up the rest of it because she needs it. It was like, because it's like two, it was like two carts and like the the tent frame was huge and stuff like that. So, yeah, it was, it was a little interesting. Um, also, I, my dryer does not work again. Uh, I had, well, and actually, I want to say last week or the week before, um, I tried it and it didn't work. Like I would, I would press the button to start it and it would start. And as soon as I let go of the button, it would stop. Mm. And then, and then, and then finally it wasn't spinning at all. So I called the, the same guy up and he came by and he goes, Oh, he goes, well, it was funny. He says he came in and I go, and I'm telling him about what happened. And then I go, yeah, no, my luck is going to start now. And I, and I close it and I sure enough, it starts. And he's like, Oh, he's like, no problem. No problem. He goes out. He goes, I, he goes, I can hear what it is. He goes, it's the motor. And I'm like, he goes, but it might last you a while, you know? And I was like, well, like, should we replace it now? He goes, no, just wait till it like goes completely out. And I go, Okay, well, how long is that going to be? He goes, honestly, he could be uh, next cycle. It could be a hundred, hundred <laughs> cycles from now. I don't know. He goes, but as soon as it, he goes, as soon as it um, stops again, give me a call. Tell, tell me like, hey, let's let's get that motor fixed or whatever replaced. So about a week later, I got, I made it about a week, and then it kind of stopped completely again. And I've tried it a couple more times. It was just stopped completely. So I text him, and I said, hey, how much is it going to cost to uh, get a new motor. And this was the Thursday, I think. And then he didn't get back with me until for, no, until like Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. But the things on, I know, I know. Um, the things on back order now, the, 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 the uh, part, but I told, I was, I was kind of confused by his message because I, you know, I asked him how much it was going to be to replace, and he sent me a screenshot of how much the motor is going to be, which I'm like, that doesn't include labor, so I, tell me how much labor is and stuff. But uh, and then it said back order. I said, so I said, so are we ordering this part or I'm I'm confused. And he goes, well, it's on back order. I'm like, okay, do we know how long it's going to be yeah, until right. we get it? And then he didn't really reply back. And then he's and then I said, "Are we order ordering this?" And he said, "Yeah, as, as soon as you give me the go ahead." I was like, "Go for it." Go, oh, yeah. It'll come in at some point in time, I guess. So, in the meantime, in the meantime I will be yeah. In the meantime, I will be uh, washing my clothes here, and then luckily I have a laundromat that I can do quick dry at. I was gonna say, or just bring your laundry here Friday nights around eight thirty, eight forty five. That that be funny. Like you're talking, and then I just go and like check out the laundry real quick. You like I'm folding clothes, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, Greg, uh, that Green Lantern movie really was fantastic. That's I good. was wrong the yeah. whole time. Right. As, as right. I'm, as you're pairing your socks. Oh yes. 
Yeah, so hopefully, hopefully within a month it gets fixed. That'd be cool. I hope so. Yeah, you know. But besides that, I don't like. I don't think there anything is uh, news with Nolan. He's uh, joined a D and D club at SIUE. They had he uh, he uh, left giving me a message uh, because he he had school today, obviously. But he only I think he only has one class, one or two classes. I'm not sure. But he he texted me and he said after school he was going to go to study in the library, which he usually does for a while. And then he said, I'll have D&D uh, club or whatever. So he's like, I'm not going to be home till after seven, which he's still not home now. And I, I text him. It's nine o'clock now. I text him. I said, are you still at D&D? And he says, yes. I'm like, all right, cool. I mean, it is D&D and D&D, D&D and D&D. And it is Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. And that game can last a long time. From what I've heard, yes. Yes. But I no. I'll say this. Now that he's doing D and D, it's only a matter of time until he meets Joe Manganello. That's probably true. Yeah. He might be there now. I don't know. <laughs> I'd be like, Dad, I can't come home. I'm hanging here with a death stroke. I would. That's what that would make me join. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, but uh, what's is there an age limit? <laughs> Do I have to know anything about it? Wouldn't that be cool if you know, like, because I don't know what Joe's doing nowadays. I mean, realistically, but if he's just like, oh, I'm gonna do a college tour and hang out with D and D clubs, you know, like, would would if you were in a D and D club, would you pay a couple grand to like fly Joe Manganiello over to hang out with you for a fr- few hours on a Friday night and play some D and D? I think I'm depending on what if you had the money or not, you know. I mean, it's a public university; they have the money. Yeah, I don't know about that one. They might. Who knows? Our tax dollars at work, Mike. Flying yes. in Joe Manganello to play D and D with your yeah. son. Did you ever play D and D when you were younger? I remember specifically playing Dungeons and Dragons once or twice, but it was. Like at an age where you're almost too young to really understand and appreciate what you're doing, like right. maybe 11 years old. Uh, I'm oh, I, okay. I don't I don't say that dismissive of of like younger people who really hit it, but I didn't I never got into it. Uh, one year, uh, from my uncle for my birthday, I think I got a, a a board game that I think was supposed to be its own little like Dungeons and Dragons variant. I mean, it came with figures like monster creature figures and things like that. Um, I guess maybe like a more modern version of be like not quite hero clicks, but you know, like you you could like r- r- dial up or down the the life points on the base, you know, things like that. Right. And on the on the box, it had like these are the unpainted generic all one color figures, but you can paint them. <laughs> and yeah. mine never got painted, so I was like, I don't know if I like ever actually played that game. <laughs> it might no, I, still I be in my I, parents' basement. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe they sold it at a garage sale. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I never played it. Never got into it. But I know actually the funny thing is when I was in the military, when I was uh, we were over Fort Lewis, Washington, there was a group of people that played it. Only reason I know is because I walked by their room one day and they're all sitting down and I was like, what are you guys doing? They're like, oh, play, playing Dungeons and Dragons. I was like, okay. And then I just walked on. That's it. I think with the benefit of hindsight, you'd probably see if you could join in. Um, I, I possibly, but I also know that 
um, those, like you said, those games can take hours and hours and hours to play. And I'm not the type that can just sit down for hours and hours. You could, Mike, if you were sitting in your one of a kind uh, dumbbell slash leg extension chair. Well, of course, where you could get a workout and play D and D. Absolutely, yes, yes. Talk about I'm 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 gonna do a late night workout today tonight. Why? Because sounds horrible. Mm -mm. Don't do it, Mike. Think of the kids. Oh, I've got to. Well, I guess we probably better pitter patter and get on with uh, we a number of topics. Most of them we stemming have- from D twenty three or Disney mm-hmm. Plus Day or whatever you want to call it. Uh, yes, which was last weekend. So we apologize to you, the faithful, if we're maybe a little bit behind on this. But we only record once a week. Uh, unless there's something really special going on. And truth be told, we didn't find that this was not that the topics are bad, not that the trailers that we saw, the teases that we saw were bad, but I, you all know what I was doing last weekend. So I wasn't be like, Mike, I've got an hour and a half extra time laying around. Let's get together. That wasn't happening. Right. So start us off big Mike. Okay. Well, you know, it's, uh, it's funny because the news I'm going to start with is not from D23, but it just happens to be something I just literally just shared on the Facebook page probably less than an hour ago, I would say. Well, hold on. Let me hit refresh and see if I can find okay. it. I stopped scrolling. I mean, it stopped scrolling. I'm trying to scroll. Yeah. Oh, I see that. Okay. I did see yes. that earlier. Take so, me there, Mike. Uh, Apparently, there is a uh, it is now a, like a, a go, which they are going to have now const- a sequel to Constantine, the Keanu Reeves Constantine, which, by the way, I say Constantine and not Constantine because in the movie they say Constantine. So I'm going to go with what they say in the movie, which is fine. I mean, the the movie was Americanized quite a bit, obviously. Yeah, yes. Um, let's let's go. back. I think sometime in the near future, we'll. Uh, revisit the original Constantine movie, you know, with Keanu Reeves. We'll talk about it. We'll not necessarily like pick it apart, but we'll discuss it because I don't know if we've ever really gone um, back and, and looked at that. But that's an... I, I understand, like, purists' problem with, you know, Keanu, Keanu He's not a blonde li- Liverpuchian or uh, I think Liverpool, right? For John so, yeah. Constantine. So, I mean, he's not a blonde British guy, you know, and... They had issues with it, but at its core, I mean, I think it checked a lot of boxes for what a, a Constantine movie should be. Uh, plenty of demons, um, yep. you, you know, and 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 you have Keanu Reeves who he, I mean, we could almost have a Keanu Reeves appreciation segment like we did Brendan Fraser uh, last week. Go back to like Bill and Ted. Uh, the mm-hmm. Matrix uh, franchise, Constantine, which I think was kind of in the middle of the Matrix, uh, maybe Matrix 2 or 3. I, I'm not sure on that. Um, but then he, I think he did some rom-coms and then kind of fell away for a little while, you yeah. know, and, and uh, has really seen, you know, like with John Wick, um, they obviously made a, a trilogy now out of Bill and Ted, which I haven't still not seen Face the Music. I feel bad. I know it's available on a couple different streaming platforms. I think now on Amazon Prime. I want to. I will eventually. I just haven't yet. It, I, I'm a bad fan, whatever you want to say. Um, but he's 
he's back in the limelight. I mean, they made another Matrix movie, but John Wick really returned him to uh, a level of of mega stardom. I think. Oh yeah, and Definitely. and it's something about maybe it's just the sheer brutality of of that first movie. Um, it's it's a little Jack Reacher esque, uh, mm-hmm. except. Uh, unlike Jack Reacher, I mean, both are out there punishing the wicked with like very little regard, you know, but Jack Reacher's more of a mystery. Like he's got to get to the bottom of, uh, you know, like uh, what's going on in the town. Whereas with Jack, John uh, Wick, it's I know who wronged me. Now they're all going to pay, you know. Right. So for, from that regard, and they built a franchise out of that. Um Credit to Keanu Reeves because now he's dipped his toes into the comic books, which I've been talking about for a while now with Berserker, uh, which two or three more issues of that still to come. Lord knows when. I think the next one's set for December or some craziness. Um, so he he's having himself a, a, a good second run, I think, second bite at the Hollywood Apple, and, and uh, I'm here for it. It seems like he's a real good dude who doesn't take himself or – not to say he doesn't take his job seriously, but I think he knows, like, I make pretend, you know, and right, he has a exactly. lot of fun doing it. So, yep, yep, perfect. Yeah, it, yeah, it's still kind of in the developing stages right now. So, you know, it'll probably be a couple years before we see it. But, I, you know, what's funny is I actually, within the last month, I've seen uh, Constantine because uh, it's on Netflix. And I, I, do I have to say, which I think it's still on Netflix until September 30th, I believe that it's going to come off there. But yeah, what you said is true. You know, he's not blonde hair and he's not, you know, British, but everything else is pretty accurate. Like he's still, you know, the smart ass. He's still doing his spells. He's still, you know, like you said, has the demons has, still has the, uh, the, the problem with hell where, you know, oh, yeah. You know what happened to him when he when he was younger and stuff like that, and he's still kind of trying to buy his way buy his way into heaven and stuff like that. So it it I I, I rewatched it and I was like, yeah, this is still still it holds up. You know, of course, it's not the comic book accurate Constantine, but everything else you know, is is good with it. It correct me if I'm wrong, or at least my perception. I think that is a movie that maybe has been more and more appreciated uh, over time. Probably, yeah. You know, uh, which yeah. means that there's hope for Deadpool, which will have more and more appreciation over time. Because we all know it, it's it's fine, but it's not nearly as good as Green Lantern. Sure. In Bizarro World, that's probably true. Green Lantern, man, right over my shoulder. Let's see. Yep. Yep. Anyway. Don't be jelly. <laughs> um, you know what? I, I, I should have started, actually, with this topic. Just because this is probably the topic everybody's been wondering about. And that's about the winner of our 80s movie media tournament. I thought we'd say that for the very end. Want to say that for the end? Okay, I'll I tease do. it right now. We have the we have the winner. I'm gonna that's you know, <laughs> that's actually, the tease. you know and I'll and I'll say the 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 in case you didn't know that it was going to be uh or it is and it was uh Empire Strikes Back versus Goonies. So you just you you think of what the winner's going to be, and then we'll tell you at the end. Yeah, so I'm going to put a little check by that. Okay, next topic. This uh, kind of a, a sadder topic. 
Paper Girls. Paper Girls uh, is not going to have a season two on Amazon Prime. I really don't get that. I really thought that it was really well made. I think we both enjoyed it. I it thought had, critically it did good. It had a really good, you know, again, I don't like Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I just, it, it, but it had a really good critic review and a very high audience score. You know, like, I don't know if it was quote unquote certified fresh, but it was very well received. My thing, my, my question with it is, did it do enough legit viewership? And in, in streaming world, we just never really know. You know, like we talked right. about it. We talked it up. We thought it was great. You know, granted, I, I don't listen to many other nerd podcasts. I listen to this and Fat Man Beyond. Um, but like they talked about it and they, they seemed to like it. But it for whatever reason, it did not resonate with enough of the mainstream, kind of like the boys would. And And I'm not comparing the paper girls to the boys. They're two very different stories in every regard. But I I almost think you have to blame Prime on this one because and I saw I saw one I don't know, you could call it a reason, you could call it an excuse, but Paper Girls only came out like what, six weeks ago, eight weeks ago, yeah. something like that. I mean, and it dropped all at once, but all of the really marketing from Prime, like <laughs> I, I, I was shocked when I when I opened up Prime video and saw that it was out. I was like, oh, I you know, forgot that it was coming out and certainly didn't know. It was, but they had have had so much pushing Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power, Rings of Power, that they did not put a whole lot of emphasis on Paper Girls. I wonder if that's why it it didn't get renewed. Um, I think it has the ability to find a home elsewhere. Um, but then again, so does the Batman Cape Crusader cartoon, which I don't know if we ever touched on that being dropped by uh, by uh, uh, Time Warner Discovery or, you know, it not going to be on HBO Max anymore. That's in a world where Disney Plus could pick up a Batman cartoon, you know, yeah. that I think is already in the can because it's been out. It's been talked about for a couple of years. Um, you know, any, anything's possible. I don't think I don't think we've seen the end of Paper Girls. Um, I hope not, but it was a little surprising because I know it was, it was pretty highly regarded. Yeah. Yeah. I say an, another one is, that um, might not get picked up or we were, they're not sure is the Sandman for Netflix, but the, you, you know, the reason behind that they uh, possibly cost, oh, but yeah, but they do have they have something written in the contract or whatever that says if Netflix doesn't pick it up, they have the right to take it like immediately somewhere else. Credit Neil Gaiman on this one because he has been so, I guess, savvy and protective or savvy because he's so protective of that uh, property that, you know, it took 30 years almost, I think, for me to the comic originally coming out to actually be presented in a, in a new media. And a lot of the reason was technology wasn't there, you know, certainly in the nineties, you know, I I think I've told the story before of when I first heard that they might be making an X-Men movie and I was 11 or 12 because I was still living in Fairview Heights. And I was like, I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, (laughs) you're going to like 
how you got somebody like pop claws out of their hands or, you know, Cyclops right. optic blast. And, and my buddy's like, dude, you know that like there are companies that make computer graphics for movies, right? I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. That also might have been like, I knew <laughs> I had, I had to say this. I knew when I was in the theaters and I was watching Jurassic Park that dinosaurs don't exist. Right. But right okay. 10, 11 year old me, however, whatever year it came out, had a hard time differentiating the fact. I don't know. They look pretty convincing. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. So I, and, and part of that got me in, into a, at least a, a surface uh, interest of like special effects and, and you know, how, how movies are made. And it was something that as a kid, I, I kind of wanted to pursue, but I never you know, didn't know that that was something you could pursue. Now you know, with the benefit of hindsight, maybe radio I, would not have been where I ended up. But at the same time, I can't complain because, you know, without radio, without the life that I led in the past that I went down, I wouldn't have my wife, kids and wouldn't, you know, I, I would know you, but I probably wouldn't be talking to you every week like we do. True. true. I'd be like, I yeah. remember Mike, he was that one guy who was a dick to me in high school. Uh, he was super cool and super nice to everybody. He was super he cool and he was a dick to me in high school. He gave everybody high fives and kisses for the ladies. He gave everybody high fives, kisses for the ladies, and wedgies for me. <laughs> That's Mike know, the Dick I was, Luther. I was gonna say I don't. I was gonna be like I don't think I ever ever give anybody a wedgie, but I think I might have. Not in high school though. No, I've never given you a wedgie before. No, guaranteed. I wouldn't grab your underwear. <laughs> Safe bet. Even yeah. even in eighth grade, it was it was yeah. uh, it's a close call. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, back to paper girls. Uh, very, very sorry to hear. Um, but again, similarly to Sandman, if Netflix, if cost alone prevents Netflix from moving forward, Sandman was so well done. There's no way that somebody else doesn't pick it up and shame. Yeah. And, and I look, I get that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery is trying to cut costs. But that Sandman show is something you could put on weekly release on HBO and you have a built-in audience because they've already seen a season of it, you know, elsewhere. So you you probably bump subscribers. And by we talk about this, and especially with a show that that we I've been enjoying, I think you have too when you've been watching is uh Road to Wrexham, which I, I did not mm-hmm. watch this week's episode. I was every, at the end of every episode. I'm like, son of a bitch. I want the next episode. Same with Ted Lasso was the same way, yes. uh, by the way. But, you know, so I, I'm, I'm starting to fall more in line with your drop it all at once and, and, you know, watch it all at once. But there is something to be said about having more control over the, like the, the media, uh, the, news cycles, things like that when you're doing weekly episodic. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I think, I think Warner brothers discovery, if Netflix passes on it, they would be foolish to not pick it up and put season two on HBO or HBO slash HBO max. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, Another show that's coming out soon. In fact, I think it's, I want to say November 16th, they're going to have a two episode premiere. uh, And that is (coughs) Santa Clauses. Mm. I say we had a little teaser trailer for Bernard's back. Spoiler alert. Yes. Yes. Santa's thinking about retiring. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. I don't, 
Yeah, Mike, they say love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life. True. And it is clear from especially like the, the third act of the first movie and movies two and three that Scott Calvin loves what he does. Yeah, you would think so. And yeah. it shows that Santa doesn't work just one day a year, my friends. No, no. It's a full-time job keeping the North Pole running, the factories, you know, the the naughty nice. It is. It's a full-time job. Not easy. No. Not easy at all. And, and especially in today's socioeconomic environment, it is... It, there used to be a time, I think it was, was it the movie Fred Claus, perhaps, where they're talking about like, you know, 60 years ago, kids were asking for one toy and it was something simple to make. And now kids right. are asking for Xboxes and Playstations and things with like tiny little computers and things like that. And and, and in the mo- in that movie, they, you know, like it's not the same world as, as it was when Santa first got going. So I could see where Scott Calvin be getting a little little ready to hang up the boots, man. Hang up the sash. Hang up the yeah. red and white hat. The thing is, if Charlie, if that season ends in any other way than Scott Calvin maintaining the, the suit and the job or Charlie taking over the family business that he's been trying to get into since he was you know, the make-believe reindeer in his bedroom in the middle of the summer playing uh, Alvin and the Chipmunk Christmas is a wasted opportunity and shame on them. Uh, you know what? I They definitely could go that way. I was trying to see how many episodes it's going to be. I, it, I'm not seeing it anywhere. Hopefully, yeah, it's, yeah, oh, I, Well, you got to think about this. November 16th, it probably would wrap up by Christmas, wouldn't you think? It'd be funny if it didn't. It'd be funny if it, you know, <laughs> like we're yeah, extending I, I this to so, Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah, yeah. More, more yeah, episodes of Santa Clauses than there are of the upcoming uh, Daredevil. <laughs> yeah, four and a half months later, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, son of a bitch. Speaking of Daredevil, did you watch the latest episode of She-Hulk? I did, and he's not, I, he's not in it. <laughs> no, but we're getting closer. Okay, we're getting closer. We're getting closer. In uh, fact, I spoilers for those who have not watched She-Hulk. I'm not going to ruin the whole thing, but She-Hulk needs a suit. And as you can imagine, because of the nature of her powers, it has to fit uh, Tatiana Maslany and also She-Hulk in, in both forms. It has to be a little stretchy fabric. So she goes to pick up the fancy suit and she opens a box or a box is handed to her. It doesn't have a lid. And lo and behold, it's Batman's cowl. Yes, yes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It, wrong color. Uh, it was Daredevil's Green, Green Lantern's ring. Yeah. Oh, that's that's the only suit you need, buddy. You because because that 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 makes the suit. It's like the suit that pops out of the Flash's ring, man. The ring is the suit. What are you thinking of, She-Hulk so far? I guess I was expecting more She-Hulk, less Attorney at Law. I, I, the way I think of it now, and by the way, I don't hate it. At no, all, no, no. But it doesn't feel to me right now like it's a nine episode close story. It feels more like, oh, uh, this is a, a 23 episode thing where you don't, you don't really have to get to the conclusion quickly, take your time, right? Spread things out more. I, because we're five episodes in 
and I don't think there's been there's been there's been one fight. I think it was her versus the Wrecking Crew. I think. Um, uh, yeah, well, I wasn't even counting that. Oh I was yeah, almost, that was I, but I guess, guess that counts. Yeah, I, I guess that counts. I want to pull a reference from the uh, Conrad Thompson wrestling podcast where he's talking about like you know I hate the sixty minute Iron Man matches because it's like the NBA playoffs. All you got to do is like tune in in the last game to see what happens. You know, you tune in the last five minutes to find out you know who's who's going to win the match. I feel like it's kind of setting that up. Like maybe you don't necessarily have to watch the first six or seven episodes to get like the the boss battle at the end. Um, I hope I'm wrong. I don't really know. Uh, I, I'm I'm in for it. You know, in for a penny, in for a pound, uh, type of thing. But it, I feel like at this point, if they would trim some fat, it could have been a seven episode or six episode. I agree. Yeah. All right, moving on. We now have a villain, or possibly, I assume it's going to be the the villain of Captain America 4, a.k.a. Captain America New World Order. And it's kind of probably going to be a surprise to some people, or at least it was a surprise to some people when the news came out. And that is uh, Tim Blake Nelson is back as the leader. That's really interesting. I mean, that's a deep mm-hmm. cut. I feel like... Yeah. Which is good because Incredible Hulk left that one a little too open, you know. Um, but it makes me feel sad in a way because we've got uh, Tim Roth back. Yes. Now we're getting Tim Blake Nelson back. But dude, we're not going to get Liv Tyler back. Yeah, true. At least if I had a deep speculation, I say it's not happening. Yeah, my best, my guess too, and that's a shame. Although, I I, I think Liv Tyler's a tremendous actress. Uh, yes. Jennifer Connelly from Hulk, she's a phenomenal actress as well. Um, you know, I, I I with her, I go all the way back to uh, uh, Rocketeer. Okay, yeah, you know that that's how that's how far back you have to go for my appreciation of Jennifer Connelly, but even in, in some more uh, of her recent stuff, I mean, she, she looks as young now as she did almost 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. That yeah. woman doesn't age. Good. Good for her. No. Yes, absolutely. All right. This, this one, I think you, you will enjoy. Um, did you see the teaser trailer for Percy Jackson? I did. It looks really good. Like I said, I still have never seen Percy Jackson. I always say that I'm going to watch it, and then I just always forget about it. But this this seems interesting, and it's the uh, Percy is played by the uh, young man who was in the Adam Project from Netflix with Ryan Reynolds, yes. and uh, so that that's going to be good. Uh, you know, I don't care. You know, other people had issue with some uh, other elements of the casting. I don't care. Uh, it, it sounds weird for me to say, but like I saw the Percy Jackson movie because I, I'm kind of a, a, a fan of like ancient Greek mythology and things like right. that. And I was like, Oh, this is based on a book. So I went and I didn't just find the book. I found the entire Percy Jackson and the Olympians five book set at Walmart. And I bought it uh, and I read them all and they're still around here somewhere. Uh, but I read them all and I was like, this is definitely, I'm not the target demographic for this and I get it, but I appreciate the, I don't want to say modernization, definitely don't want to say appropriation, but how they took 
the ancient myths and blended them into the 21st century. You know, right. it, in in Percy Jackson, uh, Olympus is, you know, out, it's north of the Empire State Building, right? And Hades is Los Angeles, exactly where, you, you know, with, with the exception of the fact that Los Angeles technically is like the city of angels. And so Hades is a weird place to be like, you would make Las Vegas or, you know, something else that, but you take that with a grain of salt. Um, the book, the first book, actually, when they're doing cross country trip, I think I've mentioned this on the show, they have a stop in St. Louis and they have a battle in the St. Louis arch. I'm really hoping as a, you know, a kid who grew up, 15 minutes from downtown St. Louis that they include that in this series. And that's the beauty of, of an episodic series is you have the ability to, you're not confined to 90 or 120 minutes. You're hopefully, you know, even if it's 35 minute chunks, they can do this over eight or nine episodes and really tell the, the full story the way I think it's meant to be enjoyed. So that's what I'm hoping for. Um, Rick Reardon is is the the author of the books and uh you know all of the camp half blood type of of world he's executive uh producer uh, um I I think it's in good hands I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, same here. So all right. We also now have a uh director for our Fantastic 4 movie coming out in 2024. One Matt Shackman, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, or Shockman. Matt Shackman, who directed uh, the WandaVision series. Yes, yes. And I know you did not care for all aspects of the WandaVision uh, show, but I would like to think that the second half of it, when they were out of the like 60s, 70s, 50s, 60s, 70s TV uh, you know, sitcom type of, of showings that you had a, a bit more of an appreciation for it. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. You just didn't um, like that black and white stuff. Yeah. Uh, he's done, and he's done a lot of other stuff. He's done, cause I'm kind of looking up here. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, he's directed. Yeah. WandaVision, of course. Uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, what yeah. Game of Thrones episodes does it say? It doesn't say. I'm sure Ooh. I can look more, but yeah, uh, probably made the good one. Hopefully, yeah, but yeah, he, he's done a lot of lot of. Are TV you saying? Stuff. Are you saying not the last season? I haven't. Yeah, I have yet to get to the last season. I'm, right, but I'm, by by most uh, by all counts, yes, yes, not, not by all counts. Last season is the worst season. So yeah, yeah. This he's there, he's done some he's done some of the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, he did two episodes of Game of Thrones, and yeah, it's not going to tell me which ones. Oh, it does. Um, both of them were in 2017, The Spoils of War and East Watch, which is season seven. So I think that's still the good season. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, got another trailer for you. All right, hit me with did you it. see. Did you see the Willow trailer? No, I did not. Uh, I, I know, I, I know, I, you put it on there. I watched Willow in the theater. Okay, as a as a youth, I think it was one of those that like my 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 dad's parents, my grandma and grandpa, mom and dad would take me and my sister up there for like one week out of the summer as kids, and we would always spend one of those nights 
at the movie theater. Like that's where I saw Rookie of the Year, Angels in the Outfield. When you're I saw, I mean, they were all like good family movies. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think Rookie of the Year might have been no, I mean, one of the movies, uh, one of the last years. I was like, I can go and find out the movie that was playing in 1995 to know definitively the last movie that I saw in the theater with my grandpa before he passed. But years before that, we went and saw Willow. And young Greg was not a fan of Willow. Okay. I Maybe if I I've gave it another it. watch now, like I could be like, oh, yeah, I can appreciate it. But like, there were aspects of Willow that freaked me out. And okay. I did not need willow in my life as a youth so maybe now that i'm 40 i could uh, maybe I'd give it another you know i know you have um, um i don't who, know any of their names the, not not uh he, he played like uh mad martigan um uh, he he was in top gun he was bat val kilmer oh god that took okay a to get there jeez <laughs> took me a lot longer to get there than it should have um Warwick Davis, of course. I mean, like, I know it's got a good cast. I know it's got a beloved story, but there was something about it that young Greg just did not care for. So I'll probably go back and give it a rewatch, and we'll we'll let that gauge whether or not the Willow sequels in my horizon. Right, right. Yeah, I've never seen the, the original Willow, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'll check it out one day, or maybe I'll check it out and then check out the sequel news. <laughs> I was gonna say we could we could treat that like we treat Constantine, but I'm much more interested in Constantine than I am Willow. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry yeah. all of you Willowites, Willow diehards yes. out there. You know one one I am interested in because, and I think we both have watched uh, some the prequel to this. I guess you'd say um, National Treasure: Edge of History. They're doing a, a National Treasure uh, a show. The original movie, series, I believe. Original series, yes. Not not with Nick Cage. Nick Cage no. is not involved in it at all. Which I think in an interview he's talked about that before. But you, I at least when I watched her, I was led to believe that it's his daughter. Or yeah, thinks, yeah. Or, or maybe it's not his daughter. But the fact that Riley is back is very encouraging. Because mm-hmm. and and Harvey Keitel. Uh, yes. As soon as I saw Harvey Keitel, I'm like, this is the same world. I I, I right, felt, exactly. I felt at ease knowing that it wasn't like a full on reboot. It was a continuation of the story. Right. Yeah. Cause those, I mean, like I, I just rewatched national treasures earlier in the summer. I'm like, mm-hmm. I think they hold up They're They're perfectly enjoyable. It's, I found that I don't mind the, like the Indiana Jones, like the same with like Indiana Jones, same with uh, oddly enough, the uncharted movie, like taking bits of, of history to weave together a, a, a fictional story. Um, same with, I'm actually going to use visual references for this because my wife went out a couple weeks ago. Uh, she went to the bookstore and she bought a Brad Meltzer novel, like his new one. I can't remember the name of it. Although the fact it's around here somewhere, she's like, I got this one. I thought you might, I mean, we've heard Brad Meltzer speak, you know, right. um, and Brad Meltzer signed some of my books, including, the president's shadow. Oh, nice. For Greg, make history. Well, I've got news for you, Brad. That's probably not going to happen. Um, I'll be <laughs> history before I make history. Um, but what Brad Meltzer does in, in his, you know, novels, I actually set her up with like the first in this 
this series uh, to take with her on her trip, but he weaves a fictional story around actual historic items. Like one of the uh, books is about the Culper ring, you know, and that's a real thing from, you know, George Washington and, and the American revolution. So that's why I like national treasure and uncharted and, you know, to a maybe lesser extent, uh, Indiana Jones. I think Indiana Jones kind of stands on its own just for its adventure style. Like, you know, as a, as a, as me, you know, I believe that the, uh, Holy Grail exists in some form of fashion. You know, like I know that the Ark of the Covenant is real in some form of fashion. Um, the fact that they were incorporating those items into their stories, I was perfectly fine with. Uh, I love the theory that if you look at uh, Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, Indiana plays no role in that movie. <laughs> right, right. You know? uh, and I was I was reminded of that rewatching Big Bang Theory where they were talking about like they they ruined the movie for uh, Sheldon. He's like, son of a, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, and and that's fine, you know. I I but I appreciate those movies for what they mean for cinema. I mean, those are, those are timeless movies, Indiana Jones and, and the last crusade, Indiana Jones and uh, Raiders of the lost Ark. They're timeless movies that we are fortunate enough to have in our eighties movie madness tournament that we'll get to at the end of the show. Um, so national treasure, the two movies, even the, the city of gold or, or the uh, book of secrets, I think is what it's called. The second movie. I appreciate that. I'm very excited for Edge of History. Oh yeah, love it. Let me know what if I'm talking too about... much, Mike. No, no, you're fine. What do you? Because we have a lot to go through anyway. Uh, what do you think about uh, we have the, uh, the reveal of the Thunderbolts cast? Which some people in, online have had certain things to say about it, where it's like where they're all just kind of super agents. That's it. There's no real um, diversity among them. I. It's not the Thunderbolts from the comics. I mean, right. I know that's like, well, no shit. You know, not all those characters have appeared in, in, in the MCU yet. But Thunderbolts in the comics was a team of villains. It, it was very Suicide Squad-esque, except I don't think they were like, get out of line and we're going to, you know, fire the microchip in your brain right. and blast your head off your shoulders. Um, but it needs Thunderbolt Ross. It needs Baron Zemo. You know, those are when I think of Thunderbolts and the Thunderbolts that I've read, it's been several years since I've read them, but those are like those are the starting points. Um, right. And I know you you we lost uh General Ross. Um I can't remember his name now. The actor. Uh William William Hurt. Yes. Right? I think so. Sounds right. You looking that up or am I? Uh, you, you go ahead and look it up. Okay. Um, yeah, and may and maybe we will have. I know Zemo's not on, on in the list right now, but maybe we will have him in the movie. Maybe Better. just maybe. Uh, maybe hopefully. he's the big bad. May, uh, yeah, who knows? But that's actually ending phase four, I think. It was William Hurt. You're you're right. William Hurt. Okay. Uh, is it phase four or phase five? Maybe phase five. I don't know. I, I, I can't, can't, I can't, I really can't keep them together yeah. anymore. That's all right. Yeah. So yeah, not, not too much to say about that. Like I said, it's maybe, they'll, maybe they'll have more, you know, what? Well, Good. they're still going to go see it. Oh yeah. Regardless. Good yeah. for, um, 
Red Guardian. I'm glad they're bringing him back. Yes. Um, yes. David Harbour. He needs more work. Yes. Um, two more trailers to talk about, and then we'll then we'll get to the winner. Did you watch the Werewolf by Night trailer? I did. That one shocked me. I was not expecting that style. I upon cursory glance at it, I had to look into it like through IMDb. I almost thought that the like the female who was all constantly running for her life was uh, Jessica Jones. Like had oh, a little Jessica yeah. Jones look to her, and I heard that they were in talks of bringing that uh, actress back. I did my research. It's not her, but still, um, you know, I also don't see, you know, like Jessica Jones, as we saw her on Netflix being the, the cowering, shrieking, scared, no, not at all. you know, female. So no, the, the damsel in distress, if you will. So, uh, but no, it looked really good. And, and I liked the, you know, the, some of the tricks that I learned from watching fight club all those years ago. And the several times I've seen it, uh, where Tyler Durden is talking about like, the the film reels and he's like you see the little spot up there we'll pause right there that's what we call a cigarette burn and that's when the projector the guy around the projector knows to uh get the next reel ready it's like that's when i like to have my fun he puts in like a, a second of porn or whatever right um but they had elements of like old school uh mm-hmm. film in this very you know 21st century digital uh production which i i appreciated I, I was very tickled to see and i have so i was listening to the weekly planet and they have in a segment called hot scoop or shot of poop <laughs> there <laughs> there is a they they have uh or they know or it was rumor however you want to say it that apparently uh marshala ali aka blade was supposed to be in this but isn't now because of scheduling or something like that. But he was originally supposed to be in it. So, unfortunately, he's not going to be. We'll have to see Blade whenever Blade comes out in 2025, four, three. Yeah, that that, that by itself is pretty, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, Yeah, pretty wishful thinking, yeah, I, I think. I, I was, uh, yeah, I'm like, oh, I didn't think I would, I would like Werewolf by Night as much as I do. And I'm ready to check it out whenever mm-hmm. it comes out. All right, and last it, trailer. I think it's funny uh, that we're a little out of order since Werewolf by Night gave us Moon Knight. Now true, we have true. Moon Knight before Werewolf before Midnight. So, yeah, true. Um, I, 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 that'd be cool if Moon Knight was in there, but right. I don't know if they're doing anything at all with Moon Knight because last last I heard, he only had like a one pitcher contract. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, hopefully, hopefully they rework that. Yeah. All right, last last trailer, Secret Invasion. Yep. Scrolls are back. Maybe they're bad this time. Some they do look them. a little angry. Yeah. Uh T- Talos, Talos. Talos. I years back, I mean when I was still pretty new on my comic book re reversion, uh I was in Spokane, Washington, uh my wife and I we were visiting um, my buddy Joe, his wife, and and their kids, who hard to believe they're teenagers now, where um, one of them is and one's almost, regardless. And while we're up there, like, hey, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? I'm like, huh? You want to check out a comic store? I was the only one who wanted to check out a comic right. store. That should be no <laughs> surprise to anybody. Uh, but we did. And I, I remember I picked up some Hulk. I picked up Secret Invasion. I think I asked the uh, uh, 
I don't want to call him clerk, but the um, individual minding the the store. It's like, you know, what what do you got? And, and he pointed me towards secret. But it's been so long since I've read it that I need to find it and give it another read, and then obviously pass it on to you. Uh, yeah. To, for a read, but it was Secret Invasion. I don't think it was the full story, but it was Secret Invasion esque. Um, you know, it had a lot of scrolls and and things like that. So it was it was good. I mean, the the story at the time, and I've I've never been. I think you know this. I've never been super critical about anything because you know it's all it's all fun. It's all different. It's all right. good in its own way. Um, you know, I, I don't look at things with an overly critical eye. It's did I enjoy it? Cool. If I didn't enjoy it, you know, I'll pass yeah. it on to somebody who could. Right. Uh, I agree. Also, I think I've read Secret Invasion. I think you did let me uh, borrow at one point in time, but I would probably give it a reread. All right. So now the moment everybody has been waiting for. Everybody's been waiting for it. It's the moment <laughs> that's been building. It's been four to six weeks. I can't really remember, but Mike's done a great job. I uh yeah, so we did an 80s movie mania tournament. Gosh, we <laughs> uh, did just songs. brush off my uh impromptu yeah. song there. It was it was a great song. I it was it's catchy. I I, I wanna I wanna hear it on Spotify now. Okay, I'll work on it. It's that. a recording. But let me just uh, I will I'm not obviously not gonna name all sixty-four movies, but I'll say which ones are our competitors are two in the finals had beat. So Empire went up against um, a lethal weapon beat lethal weapon, then beat the Lost Boys, then beat Gremlins, then beat Die Hard. Uh, Goonies went up against Police Academy, beat them obviously. Well, uh, beat Footloose, beat Airplane, which Airplane got a lot further than I thought it would, and then beat Princess Bride. So it came down to Empire versus Goonies, and for a minute, there was kind of close. Wait, Empire yes. versus Lethal Weapon? That wasn't the final four. It was Empire versus Ferris. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes, yes, sorry. Empire versus yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Empire uh, versus Die Hard, and then Empire versus Ferris. Oh, yeah. And then Le- sorry, yeah. And then sorry, um, Goonies versus Princess Bride, and then Goonies versus Back to the Future. Okay. About okay. Good. 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 Yes. But uh, the clear winner we have now is none other than the goonies the goonies is the best 80s movie ever made according to this tournament well okay not a bad choice not a bad choice at all it's a great coming of age tale absolutely you know i i have to go back i have to rewatch goonies because when i was little it used to be played. I felt like it was played a lot, either on TV or maybe my family members just rented it a lot. Really, I remember. I remember seeing it a lot, um, especially going to like, they, not that it's a Thanksgiving or Christmas movie, but going to like Thanksgiving and Christmas. I feel like it was on a lot, but I was not a big fan of it when I was little, only because I was scared of slaughter. <laughs> I did not like him. Maybe uh, I can go back uh, now. Yeah. Maybe I won't be so scared. Goonies for you uh, is, is what Willow is to me, right? Right, right. Um, exactly. So Goonies came out in 1985 when I was three. And I yep. tell you that uh, to say, I don't remember watching Goonies until I was in my 20s. 
Oh wow! Like, okay, that's no lie. Like I had no, you know, like I heard people talk about. I think it was when I was like living up in Nebraska. Like people were talking about Goonies. I'm like, I don't know what is this Goonies. Like I found out, you know. And, and I I do right. I really do like the movie. It's available on HBO Max, so you can watch it. Uh, uh, you know, I say you can watch it free of charge. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, but you know, people who have HBO Max can watch again. I, I have the DVD, but I don't have a DVD player. Uh, so I, I'll watch it on HBO Max. But um, I was just kind of surprised that it that it beat out the, you know, what I think has stood the test of time is the best Star Wars movie of all. And it was tied earlier today and I reshared it and it was all like it was overwhelmingly like unanimous from the people who voted just today. It was like Goonies, 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 Goonies. Like yes. there was not a single, we're trying to break a tie and boy, we broke the tie. Oh yeah. Uh, and it was, it was Goonies. What became a, what started as a tie today almost became a landslide. My, my thing is, I think if we ever do another eighties movie madness tournament, we have to change it from movies that were made in the eighties to movies that take place in the eighties, or at least if, if, you know, it looks like it's the eighties at that time, you know, like if it's made in 86 and there's no futuristic cars or stone age cars, you know, things like that, we have to make, well, like I, you know, we can't make the assumption that it was made, you know, or, or set in 1991, you know? Um, but then we could get, you know, obviously we get Goonies again, but we wouldn't get the Indiana Joneses. We wouldn't get the star Wars we wouldn't get, uh, Blade Runner, I don't think. I think that takes place right. in the future. You know, it would eliminate a lot of our list, and we'd be able to open it up to more, you know, like of the uh, the say anything's the don't, can't buy me love, the uh, Breakfast Clubs, the you know, the quintessential, you know, like Red Dawn. Red Dawn's a quintessential '80s movie because there's so much that you know it's it's not want to say praying, but it is built on that Cold War era anxiety. Um, yeah. That that's why, and Red Dawn wasn't even in our in our tournament this time. So so there's another potential, like you know, a long time from now when people have forgotten about uh, this '80s movie madness uh, tournament, that we can do it again. Um, but I think we'd have to alter. I'm not saying Goonies won't win again. Uh, obviously, it's. I do think a lot of it comes down to matchups. You know. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Of course. We, because we, I say we. You did all the work. I want to tell every listener right now, Mike orchestrated this tournament from conception to natural death. You know, <laughs> this was his baby. Uh, and and he he found he made all the matchups. He found the, the movies. He he did the random number generator. And we're about out of time. So crap. Um, well done, Mike. Congratulations, thank Goonies. You, thank you. Uh, that's it for this episode. I just looked at the timer. Uh, uh, we are running out of time. Uh, this is it for this episode of Nerds United, the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. I'm Greg Mahachko. He is a well-earned co-host of the year, Mike Luther. And we remind you each and every week to be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com.